guest Eric Deshaun Barrett for this week 12 of 2023, day 22 of month 3. We're preparing for our Wednesday meditation to get kicked off in just a few moments. I'm excited that you're with us. I'm excited that you've chose to connect this morning. And I ask that you prepare your hearts to do whatever you can to make sure that we get as many people as possible on here. You might want to call somebody. You might want to text somebody. You might want to slide in somebody's DMs. We'll do that in just a few moments. But before we get to that, we also want to put into your brain that we're going to be in Habakkuk. Chapter number two, that's going to happen uh, in just a few moments. So you, you got your marching orders for what we're getting ready to do. But all that's down the road. Let's talk about right this very second. As we take our moment to just pause and relax ourselves. Take a breather, if you will. A chill pill. Just sit there quietly and chat with yourself. Let your heart do the talking. Just let your heart speak, if you will. Do that quietly as we listen to Mama Bell play. Just breathe in and out. Take on a spirit of thankfulness and gratitude. Would you do that real quickly? As I said, as Mama Bell comes to us to play. <laughs>
chapter 2 and verse 2 it reads the Lord answered me write down the vision clearly inscribe it on tablets so many may easily read it for the vision is yet for an appointed time it testifies about the end and will not lie. Though it delays, wait for it, since it will certainly come and not be late. Again, that is Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. With that, my friends, we're getting ready to get started get our time of meditation on and we ask while we're in transition preparing to do that if you would do those things that uh will make sure that we get more folks involved either sending out a text putting the link to this in somebody's dms if you're listening to this on demand or or shoot somebody that that number if you calling in live you know what that number is I ain't going to say it to the other people because I ain't going to tell them what time you calling in because they might, they might cuss. We don't want them cussing. Y'all do what? Uh, we don't want that. Or for grandmama who might need to hear this on the replay, go on ahead and open that contact piece of business in your phone where you store all your numbers. And when you get there, just open the tabs. You can put this number right up in here. 
It's going to be called, it's, I call it the replay number. Mm-hmm. It's 978-990-5097. 978-990-5097. And uh, let me tell you what else you're doing here. While you're there, just put this email here. Just in case you want to write us and tell us how you feel about yourself. Or how you feel about what we're doing. The first virtual church at gmail.com. Again, the first virtual church at gmail.com. Put all those things in there. Make sure grandmama get that number because she don't know how to use no no technology and no podcast. Now, she do know how to use podcasts and, you know, mm, she advanced. I know one grandmama. She be on. She she's a boss when it comes to technology. Don't be going and saw her talking about grandma. Here's a number, cause you don't. Good boy, I know more about the internet than you do. I be TikToking. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, you gotta get people connected. Go on ahead and take care of that piece of business. And as they say down there in Miami, we're gonna get to it to it in just a few. Minutes. Hey, it's easy. That's Eric Deshaun Barry, and I'm excited to inform you that for this 3-22-2023, Wednesday Meditation is ready to begin right now. Cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. 
Most gracious and all-wise Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we magnify your name this morning. We give you the thanks, O God, for waking us up with the blood running warm in our veins of the activities of our limbs, and most of all, thinking about you, trusting you, loving you, knowing that you care so much for us. And we just thank you this morning. As we gather together this morning, God, we're asking you to look down upon us, strengthen us, O God, where we're weak, and build us up where we are torn down. Help us, O God, to be always looking to you from whence cometh our health and strength. Help us, O God, to give you thanks and give you glory and magnify your name because God is sweet and savior for us. We just love you this morning. Be with this radio audience this morning. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bless each listening ear. You knows all about us, and we just said thank you. We give your name all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You know, Mama Baby. Yes, sir. How are you this fine morning? Great, great, great. Oh, I'm sorry. You told me not to ask you how I you I told you doing. not to ask me. I see I had to <laughs> tell a lie there. <laughs> but I am now. I feel great. I do. Yeah, yeah, you feel great. Feel Mama Bell and I, because we like to tell all our business these we called each other a little bit early to make sure that, because we won't feel it too good. And, but we found our local drug dealer, and now we're doing all right. It's <laughs> good medicine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just reached out the door, and they just threw the bag in the house. and We don't know who was in that car, but he just had our local drugs, and we feeling but I wanted to share that some crazy woman had some dumb idea some time ago. You remember that crazy woman had that dumb idea to put a blind woman on the piano during the church service? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. That was, was the dumbest you, idea she could have had. She started something, and I, I sure am blessed for it. Uh-huh. And you started, you said, if I get through one service, I'll be all right. All right. And you barely made it through Sunday morning, and you couldn't do Wednesday. Right on. Mm-hmm. Then you started doing Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> then you started doing two times on Sunday and once on Wednesday. I tell you. Now you're doing two times on Sunday and two times on Wednesday. <laughs> and yeah. anything else you ask me to do <laughs> that I can. Mm-hmm. And then you got a nerd to start doing runs on the piano. You do 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 I just sit here and dance. I forget what I'm supposed to talk about. Well, but I'm I, thankful I, that God is using my fingers. I didn't know I knew. I studied me, but I didn't know I I could do this. Thank you, uh-huh. Elizabeth. Thank you, uh-huh. Elizabeth. <laughs> You're perfect. Welcome. A cheerful heart is good like medicine. I tell you that. <laughs> yes, yes. She's playing the piano good. I. We ain't going to tell what that drug dealer dropped off to make her do it, but she's playing the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is a drug dealer. I'm glad somebody's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Habakkuk, chapter number two is where we find ourselves today. And uh, we also thankful to Brother Dennis. We don't want to forget him over there. Brother Dennis is also in that in that category, and you you in many cases wouldn't even know where he is either because of of what he is uh, what the Lord is letting him do. So don't forget about brothers. You can't forget about the brothers. That's wrong with church folk. We always forget about the brothers. I know half of the time because they ain't never here. But you know we want to forget about not forget about Brother Dennis over there and his contributions are. Are definitely one that would would truly be missed if we don't. Uh, you know, if, if this if this facility lost Brother Dennis and Mama Bell, then my 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 text on that Sunday would be finally my brother and I bid thee farewell. Because you, uh, <laughs> you know, Brother Dennis and Mama Bell didn't show up no more. I don't know what I do with my life. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, and so that's all right. We have to. Somebody take some of them drugs and slide in Brother Dennis, though, because he's still asleep. <laughs> and just. Uh, so, anyway, in Habakkuk, now that we got all of that out the way, we is all happy and cheerful and drugged up. Chapter 2. Please take the time to read it when you have a chance. It was already read in most of our hearing. Uh, the interesting part that I would like to talk about is this story that I read or listened to or heard, should I say. No, it's not about a man named Jed. Uh, you might care about that poor mountaineer, but I don't care about it. 
I'm hungry, though, so maybe I should ask him to go shoot some food. But that's another conversation. This story is about a woman who would call into this line periodically. And she said, the one thing that I can count on, because, you know, I grew up in the black church. I grew up in the black church. I grew up in the black holiness church. And I can count on one thing when I call in. I said, what? She said, you know what I learned from you? She said, if I don't ever know what anything else you're doing, you know what I learned from you? I said, what did you learn from me, mama? She said, I learned how to tell time. I said, you did? She said, yes, I've been in church 60-some years and realized that I didn't know how to tell time. I said, oh, what that? I don't get what that means. She said, what I learned when I call into your line at 630 means 630. And if I call in 632, Mama Bell is already playing. And if I call in 635, Brother Dennis is already praying. If I call in by 645, you already on your knees because 630 means 630. See, where I come from, if church started at 630, you could give a 15, 20-minute reprieve. They'll wait on you. They might talk about the weather for about 15 minutes. No, around there, 630 means 630. So so if you, if you don't teach me anything else, you talk me time. Time is important. And there are many folks who literally will call in about 632, 633 in the morning just so they can get that music. They love when they hear that recording and it tells them that service has started and as soon as it clicks over, there's Mama Bell just banging away at the keys like clockwork on Sunday and Wednesday. Nothing makes me happy than things starting on time. In Habakkuk chapter 2, he talks about his happiness what he desires. And then the scripture uh, records of an answer because it begins with Habakkuk praying again. The first chapter was him praying. The second chapter, he's also in another prayer, but then God answers him. He said, listen, what you need to do is you need to make plain what you are doing. Write your vision and make it plain so it is easily understood. Mama Bell, I think you can agree to this. I don't know if anybody else can, but I'm definitely sure that you Okay, I don't, I don't know. See, everybody wants to know. Even Siri wants to agree with us and talk to us. Y'all bless them AI people. They they just want to button all your conversations. But Mama Bear, I think you will agree to this. We've been playing this game 
now, what, almost three, four years? Mm-hmm. Just about that. And Mama Bell, the one thing that I can say that we've had, we've had some, some technical difficulties. We've had some calls hang up. We've had some frying and some other issues. But the one thing that you, I believe, can agree with, may nobody else agree with this, but see, you and I, we're on a different wave, and we agree on that. We can agree that in four years, you can count on one hand with all your fingers unused how many Sundays and Wednesdays this service has started more than a minute late. The pride of it always starting on time. Sends a clear message, A, that people's time is important. It's important. That's true. My granny used to say, if you're going to tell God you're going to meet him at 630, be there at 625. You wait on him. That's right. Not him waiting on you. Mm-hmm. And so I have pride myself. I don't do anything right in this little congregation. That we say 6.30, we mean 6.30. and we getting out 7 o'clock, that means 7 o'clock. And if I need a little bit more time, I beg your pardon. Writing the vision. People respect a plain vision. You don't have to have extravagant ideas. Old church folks is trying nowadays to figure out how to to win the people. What can we do? We got to bring the smoke up out the flow. We got to turn the lights on and let them revolve around and spin in different colors. We got to take off the robes and get the hip-hop going and get the music at a right tempo. We we can't play the hymns. We we can't do this traditional stuff. Old firm of foundation, ye saints of the Lord. That stuff is boring. But the simple thing, realizing that I'm going to, like that lady said in her email, she said, I can guarantee it that when I call in at 630, I'm going to hear piano music. Well, somebody's going to say something. That service would have commenced. At 6.30, I can bet my life on it, she said. It's a plain vision. The other plain vision to this message of Habakkuk, as God told him to clearly inscribe it, not something that is so out there, We're not trying to do this big, gigantic thing. It's in plain and clear. And I know this sounds a little bit 
unorthodox to me. It may sound a little mumble-jumble together. It may sound like it doesn't make any sense. But see, the reason why it would sound that way is because we have become spiritually entertained for so long that the simple things of church, the simple things of worship has been overrode by the contemporary capitalism of it. Oh, I go to church because I'm going to get a car. We're going to have a revival, and the first hundred people to hit the church door is going to get a ticket to get raffled off for a car. Meet me down at the TED Center, now the Trotway Arena, for New Year's Eve. I ain't talking about nobody. And ten to 20,000 people. Well, jam-packed that little old place over there by Old Dominion. Why? Because a little Nissan is somewhere nearby. Somebody going home with that Nissan. This is church. I don't like to do the whole back in the day and remember when and we need to go back. I don't really want to go back. There's a lot of bad things back there. People say, when you go back, you'll find community. When you go back, you'll find family. When you go back, you'll find wholesome and, and you'll find people who have dignity and respect. And I like to say, when I go back, I'll find my cousin hanging in the woods by his neck from a tree. I don't want to go back. I like to move forward. But in moving forward, I would like to incorporate some of the ideals. Some, 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 some. I put an emphasis on some of the ideals of the past. I would like community. Uh huh. I would like to sit down and not have to argue about whether or not Trump should or shouldn't be arrested. What you think about it? You ever talk to people, Mama Bell, and they got opinions? You heard what's going over in Russia? Well, I think what they need to do, first of all, you don't even know what Russia is. I'll give you a map. You can't even find it. But you got opinions about foreign policy. That annoys me. It annoys me because most don't realize that the opinions are just as harmful as that piece of business we suffered from called COVID. Many folks have died from opinions. Many folks are breathing dead 
from opinion. Your words, your views. Most folks don't know how it's affecting other people. And the question that I wonder, because I'm not one of those people who just wish to cast indictments on folks and cast judgment all willy-nilly. I'm not willing to just say you don't care. But I wonder, is it ever considered that maybe the words that are coming out of my mouth are casting some sort of harm? on somebody around me. Maybe I'm the reason why some folk don't go to church. Amen. Lady wrote me. She didn't write me. She talked to me. Little sweet old mama. She was out one somewhere we were, and, and she was saying something. And uh, she was talking about the reunions. They were going to the reunions. And she had a conversation. She said, you know, I told the people, she was the matriarch of the family, Mama Bell. She told the people, she said, I was reading the Bible, and I realized that we had no vision in this family. The lady said, well, of course we do, Mama. We know what we're doing. No, we don't. No, we don't. Because, number one, we got no respect for each other. Well, yes, we do. No, we don't. No, we don't. Because I don't have respect for you because I'm a Christian. She said, well, we know that, Mama. No, 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 you don't. Because if you knew I was a Christian, you wouldn't be going around the back having secret parties outside my house doing that devil stuff in the car. And if I was a real Christian, I'd have went out there and stopped it. Because I don't like that. And she said, I had to apologize. The woman wrote and told me sitting there, she was crying. I had to apologize to my family because I was a bad witness to them. I didn't uphold a standard. I let them come to my house and party out back smoke they junk and drink same and I said nothing. I let them run their men and run their women in my house and I got them with the church and talked about I was praising Jesus while the holes was running in and out my door. And I said nothing. What kind of message did I send to other people? looking at me, hearing me in church. Now, I'm not talking about the people that were smoking the junk. That's their business. I'm not talking about the people that was doing what they were doing. That's their business. But I was at the church, 
trying to talk about other people getting saved, and look what I had in my house. She said, I was a bad influence. I sent a bad message to people who wanted to get saved. And people didn't want to come to church. Not because of the women. Because, again, they're going to do what they're going to do. Not because of the drinking. Ain't nothing wrong with the drinking. The Bible didn't say you couldn't drink. The Bible just say don't get drunk. Nothing wrong with the smoking, even though it's harmful to your health and causing cancers and so forth and so on. But then again, so is gluttony and eating chicken every five minutes. But I'm a die-happy man with my two-piece of a biscuit. But the message was that at church I acted like one way. At church I presented the message that I was one way. And at home I showed that I was another. My dear granny, not the one you know, my other granny, who has left us. She used to say all the time, if you can't win your house, you can't be a good witness. If your children, as the Bible says, not that granny or anybody else says, if your children does not not only rise up and call you blessed, but show the blessing. that you can't be a good witness. This is all tied up in this latest conversation. And she said, because I was asking just to give you more context on what to do to involve the church, she said, what you do is you get people who are focused on being who they know they're supposed to be. And if you get enough true people around you, oh, the rest will follow you. You build it not on how much money you got or what degrees you have or who you know, but build it on passionate people, people who might have some challenges, Peter was not the most perfect person, but Peter understood his imperfections. None of us are perfect. None of us is going to totally put down sin. As a matter of fact, nobody can. The Bible says we can. But when you understand, that we're all imperfect creatures and an aspiration to connect with a perfect Savior. When you understand that, then the vision becomes clear. 
So what is he saying to write? He's saying write the vision not just of who you're trying to be in a church or in a business, but who you're trying to be in yourself. Write that vision and make it plain so people can easily read. And when they look at you, they can know without shadow of a doubt who you are. If I can have just two more minutes of your time, I want to say this as Brother Dennis comes to pray. I was in a political meeting the other night or day one time. I don't know. It was all a blur. And somebody asked me about Mr. Trump. And I said, you know, I like him. I knew that would make one person to leave the land. <laughs> and they said, why do you like him? I said, well, you know what? At least when I hear him, I know where he is. I know he's going to lie to me. I know he's out to get me. I know he don't mean me no good. And I can respect somebody who will look me in my face and tell me they hate my good. But you know what I can't respect? Somebody going to look me in my face and not tell me nothing. True. When I come up to you and I ask you a question and you don't tell me nothing, I automatically don't trust you. I automatically think you're a snake. Silence is not bliss. Silence means hypocrisy. Silence means liar. Silence means you're up to something. Silence means watch you. Mm -hmm. And so when you're honest and tell the truth, it doesn't matter whether they like you or not. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. If that's who you are, then that's who you are. And you stick to it until God changes you or you change yourself. Write the vision of yourself and make it clear so people know. I'm going to let this go for today. Brother Dennis is going to come and pray for us this morning. While he's praying, I ask you to consider, am I clear? Do people really see me, and does it make sense what they see? Oh, yeah, folk go make up junk. That's their business. But but am I confident in what they see about me? Is it plain who I am and what I believe and what I stand for? That's the question we ask today as Brother Jesus comes to play. Good morning. Let's pray. You know, sometimes uh, I look back, people used to say, what do you wear on your sleeve? 
the military term. What do you wear on your sleeve? What do you wear on your sleeve? Do you wear the, wear the salvation of Jesus? What do people see when they look at you in your neighborhood? Do they see somebody that fears God, that loves God, and that obeys God? Do they see somebody that hides underneath that bushel basket? Lord Jesus, give us the strength to be who you want us to be. Help us to build on our relationships with you. Build on our trust in you. Because we know that you will take care of us. You will provide for us. You will bless us. You will bless us more than we can imagine. Not necessarily in riches, but in spiritual blessing. Lord, that is most important in my life and hopefully in yours. Lord, again, we just thank you for being with us, watching over us, protecting us, and bringing us here to hear the word. Bring us back. Bring us back again with open minds and open hearts and just be there. Just be there to hear what God has to say to us. That we enrich ourselves, not just on Wednesdays and Sundays, but on a daily basis, Lord. That we know what your book is and what your book means to us. Lord, again, we just thank you, thank you, thank you. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Remember that, my friends. We bring our time together for this Wednesday, 322 to a close. And I get, I get it. I get it. You, you tried to text some people and, and they didn't respond. It was a little bit early. Or, you know, they're just busy. So, um, this is what you do. Just go ahead and, and slide this right here at the end. And tell them to, when they get it, make sure they go all the way back to the beginning. Because we don't want them to, you know, get upset because they're hearing this. And it's at the end. They're like, why'd you send me this? Ain't nothing in it. Just tell them slide back on through to the beginning. Or tell Granny or anybody who, you know, just don't get down with the, with the podcast, with the on demand, with the internet. Tell them to dial that number. You, you got any contacts? Let me get to you again. Open that, open the contacts up. Make sure you got that. I get that piece of paper out. Make sure you got that. Um, just hit that right there. 978-990-5097. And tell them when they get it, if they call in for the replay, that's the replay line. And it asks them what the number is, tell them it's 287. It's 287. And then Sundays is 286, and next Wednesday is last Wednesday is 280. You, you get it. Just keep playing back and forth. All, all of them are there for the whole month, so I'm trying to tell you. If they want to keep on going, you know what I mean? All right. So we ready to get on out your hair. It's been awesome sauce to be with you. And we look forward to connecting on Sunday. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Till then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. <laughs>